Welcome back to the Beyond Macros podcast. We are the sustainable transformation nutrition coaches, and our show will help you get leaner, stronger, and perform better in a way that lasts with episodes about nutrition, recovery, and the all-important art of inner work. Last week, we wrapped up the interview portion of our streak series, and this week, I want to give that topic a bit of a rest. Next week, I'll wrap it all up, but today is about something I've been diving deep into over the last couple months, and that is, what do people struggle with when it comes to nutrition? You'd think I've already been diving deep into it, and I have. I've done about a thousand initial interviews with clients where I ask that very question. But recently, I put out a new survey to help direct email subscribers to the right content that we put out. And I've combined the answers that I received there with the answers from those initial interviews, analyzed them, and realized that there are only about five nutrition roadblocks that most people struggle with. And we created a quiz at beyondmacros.com slash quiz to help you uncover your number one nutrition roadblock and how to fix it. So I recommend taking that quiz and then using the information we'll send you, plus the information from this episode, to start really addressing that number one nutrition roadblock so you can start getting momentum on your nutrition journey. Today's episode will cover the three nutrition roadblocks that I have found affected 88% of the people who do CrossFit, obstacle races, or endurance events, and weightlifting. And I've named those roadblocks the consistency crisis, the classic quantity question, and too much to do. To start things out, we'll discuss the classic quantity question. This roadblock occurs when you aren't sure how much to eat, of what foods, and when. For people with fat loss goals, it's often the main roadblock if you feel overly hungry, restricted, or like your performance has been taking a nosedive. For people with muscle gain goals, it's definitely the main roadblock if you've been eating a surplus but are just adding fat and no or minimal muscle. And it's common that you feel like you can just eat whatever because gains. And for people with performance goals, the I'll just burn it off anyway mentality is a common one. Oftentimes, people with this roadblock really aren't sure how to adjust for a training day versus a rest day and how cheat meals figure into the plan. And the classic quantity question usually means that your old or normal eating habits and routines are way different than the macros you calculated. So whenever you stop focusing, you end up over or under eating certain macros. This is a roadblock that seemed to affect both people who have not counted macros and people who have counted macros equally, which is wild because I thought people who have counted macros would have the quantity they should be eating each day dialed in. But from what I learned, it turns out a lot of people charge into macro counting with MyFitnessPal macros and then never learn how to adjust when their goals, bodies, or training changes. So when you suffer from the classic quantity question as a primary roadblock, you definitely need to address it as soon as possible because the quantity of foods you need to eat is only the first step on the journey to a transformation that lasts. And it all starts with just calculating your macros and trusting that even if they're quote unquote wrong, by following them, you are one step closer to knowing which macros are quote unquote right. Even with our one-on-one clients, we can only start with what science and experience tells us is the best starting point with macros. But full disclosure, we're not always right the first time. And anyone who says that they are is lying but we're certainly more accurate than a generic online calculator. 
Whether you're working with a coach or doing it on your own, there is some trial and error involved with finding the right quantity of food for you. But even with trial and error, that doesn't mean you can't make progress if your macros aren't perfect. It's not this binary thing where if you hit your macros, you move forwards, and if you don't, you move backwards. Oftentimes, the trial and error is just to fine-tune and make sure we get you in that sweet spot for your goals. If your goal is fat loss, we want you losing a healthy half to one pound of fat per week while still having energy to perform in the gym and at life. If your goal is muscle gain, we want you to be gaining lean muscle without adding a whole bunch of fat as if you were a bulking bodybuilder. And for people with performance goals, we want to make sure that you feel optimally fueled for competitive training and competitions. As far as action steps go, a great starting point is our free calorie and macro calculator worksheet at beyondmacros.com worksheet. But if you've been counting for a while and you're looking for more guidance and a little bit more detail on the macros, our macros and meal planning program or our coaching options are your best bet. You need to get your quantity sorted out because like I said, that is the first step on the journey. You're still going to encounter more roadblocks and obstacles along the way, especially because you're going to have to translate this quantity of food into the habits that support eating that quantity. And two of the roadblocks that you're going to experience further down the road, but can still affect people suffering from the classic quantity question are what I call too much to do and the consistency crisis. Too much to do affects everyone to some degree. There is no stage of adulthood where life isn't happening and where you don't have a million responsibilities or projects in your pipeline. Too much to do is the primary roadblock when balancing time for work, family, friends, making it to the gym, and still having time for yourself. It's like juggling 10 flaming balls. And to add macro counting, meal planning, and meal prep into the mix feels like you're going to drop the balls and get burned. If you find yourself shoveling oatmeal and yogurt into your mouth while driving, eating more meals in restaurants than at home, and eating your lunches at your desk at work, you are being held back by this roadblock. Weekends also tend to be a struggle when this is your number one roadblock, because weekends feel like your only chance to decompress. So bringing structure to it feels like a chore. This roadblock is important to overcome because, unfortunately, you will never get more time. And waiting until things calm down isn't the best course of action either, because if being busy is your normal, then you need to focus on making nutrition changes while you're busy. If you wait until you're on vacation and go from zero to 100% perfect, what do you think will happen when you get back to your responsibilities? Do you think your perfect nutrition that you developed when you were on holiday is going to survive the stress test of your busy life? No. Figuring out which habits fit your busy lifestyle and actually make your life easier rather than more complicated is the key when this is your number one roadblock. And fixing it when life is hectic is the best time to fix it. A great first step is to start with the simplest meal prep you can do for yourself. And that's essentially just grocery shopping. Go to the grocery, pick some pre-cut veggies with some hummus out, grab some pre-cooked meat or cold cuts. This is the most basic of what I call assemble and eat meals, which we have a ton of in our online coaching and one-on-one coaching programs. If you're already on the go and eating meals from restaurants, assemble and eat meals are a great way to start controlling more of what goes into your mouth because you don't know what's going on in the kitchen at the restaurants you eat at. 
As far as how we can help you with this roadblock, it really depends on your situation. If you're in a season of life where checking in with a coach and tracking food, weight, and more isn't something you can be consistent with, you can still benefit from coaching, but a program like our macros and meal planning program is probably a better bet because we give you the information and you can execute it on your own time. If you're in this position where you're working with a coach, it's important to be upfront with them that you don't necessarily have the time to track everything they're asking you to track. And then you can work with them to figure out the bare basics that they need to give you constructive feedback that you're also willing to take the time to do. And the last of the three most common roadblocks is what I call the consistency crisis. It tends to manifest in a few different ways. The most common way I see is fight, flight, and freeze. You find a plan and commit for a month. You fight to stay on that plan, even though it's a full 180-degree shift from what's normal. After a month of feeling restricted or overwhelmed, you take flight as far from that way of eating as possible. And then you end up back where you were at. You freeze back in your comfortable and unproductive old habits while being paralyzed by the seemingly million different miracle diets and gimmicks you hear about on Instagram. For people who have been counting macros or following a nutrition program for a while, the consistency crisis is really just a matter of feeling like counting macros is a pain in the butt. And that is only the case when you live and die by the numbers and haven't taken the time to really focus on the habits that the numbers lead you to create. Ultimately, that's the magic in our coaching approach is using quantity as the guide to uncover the habits that you need to form. And our goal is to eventually get every client to the point where they can stop tracking macros because they just know the habits they need to follow and those habits feel like a natural part of their life. And if you're on this journey alone, you should still be cultivating that same awareness of the habits you need to focus on to create a sustainable transformation and eventually take the training wheels off of tracking. The consistency crisis is also a major cause for binge patterns because when you restrict yourself for a period of time and then you find yourself binging on cheat days, which then becomes a slippery slope towards other days, the consistency crisis is derailing the hard work you've put in. The weekends are hands down the biggest downfall of people suffering from the consistency crisis. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with who completely undo their progress during the week over the weekend. It's such a mental drain for fat loss clients to prep all their meals for the week, have things dialed in for the five days they're at work, and then see the scale go down. It's awesome. But then they loosen the reins a little bit over the weekend. You know, Friday night rolls around, they're hanging out with their friends, whatever, the weekend happens. And then all of a sudden, Sunday morning, you wake up and your weight has shot back up. Inconsistency itself ruins motivation in this case, which creates a negative feedback loop, leading to even more cases of saying, screw it, and more inconsistency because you already screwed up. But the body doesn't see your week in binary, you hit your macros, and you didn't hit your macro days. If you hit your macros five days and blow them out too, that doesn't mean you'll get three days worth of progress. Blowing out on the weekends can undo all five days of being on point, if you go that hard. So as you can see, the consistency crisis affects everybody to some degree and at some point in the journey. If it's your number one roadblock, you'd better get over it because I found people suffering from it tend to be doing the work 70% of the time and it's just that 30% deviation that makes them feel as if they're pushing a boulder uphill. 
Honestly, I see no better way to develop consistency in any domain than working with a coach. I know I'm biased because I own a coaching company, but I truly believe it, which is why I hire coaches when I struggle to be consistent on my own. Apart from hiring a coach, we just did a whole series on creating and maintaining streaks. Distilling the habits you need to focus on for success and committing to a streak of them is another great way you can go about developing your consistency muscle. And another thing that is baked into the consistency crisis is this. If you're inconsistent, you probably feel overly restricted or overburdened with your plan. So the real solution is figure out how to remove the restrictions or the burden without going off the rails. To take the number one nutrition roadblock quiz and uncover which roadblock is the first you need to tackle, and to get some guidance on how to fix it, visit beyondmacros.com slash quiz. And before we wrap up, we've also teamed up with our friends at the Mind Muscle Project and their sponsors to give away an awesome prize pack that includes a chance to win a month of online coaching and our Macros and Meals program, as well as prizes valued at over $1,500 from the other sponsors like True Protein, True Coach, Waterfy, the CrossFit.com store, Activated Nutrients, and the Mind Muscle Project guys themselves. You can enter that giveaway at beyondmacros.com slash giveaway. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a thing or two about how to overcome the most common nutrition roadblocks. Let us know on social media what your number one roadblock is and what you plan to do to overcome it. We'll give you a shout out and I always end up engaging in conversations with listeners that are gracious enough to post about the show. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the show because we have some great episodes coming up. Next week, we'll do a streak series wrap up. And then we have some amazing interviews with Michael Cazio of Brute Strength and WAG, Aaron Alexander of the Align Podcast, Angelo Sisko of the Alpha Hippie Podcast, and Scott McGee of the Sisu Way and former host of the Wadcast Podcast. Plus, I've got some more research reviews in the pipeline. I know some of you are looking forward to those. As always, thank you so, so much for listening to this show. Much love, and I'll see you again next week.